Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hello, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Thanks again for being a part of this podcast. I have heard back from several of you who have told me about where you're listening to this. So whether that be on the treadmill or as some of you are out prayer walking or just wherever you find yourself, I'm glad that you're letting me be a part of that journey with you. And I hope that this training is going to be a benefit as you try to leverage media, specifically social media, to find those people that the Holy Spirit is working in, in their lives, who are seeking to know who Jesus is. Now, in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about the final little part of these roles that, in my mind, are needed for a complete end-to-end strategy, from the very beginning of starting with somebody in social media to the point where they are meeting with someone face-to-face and are being discipled to make disciples themselves. Now, as we think through all of these different roles, you need to be thinking about who can play these roles, who has the skills, or who's going to need Who are you going to need for your team to fill in on some of these roles? And there's parts of creating the media to responding online or to what we're going to talk back today about just talking a little bit about this whole idea of when we're ready to move from online to offline to that face to face. And that person, depending upon what kind of software you're using to keep track of people, because you really want to make sure that no one falls through the cracks, that you're going to want to have somebody who can then dispatch, who is looking to see, okay, who are the seekers and who do we have that is available to talk to them face to face? Who are those people? And so this dispatcher role is connecting the people who are seeking with someone who is ready to talk to them. And one of the questions I get asked a lot is, well, when do you know that that person is ready to meet with someone face to face. And one of the key things there that we have just seen around the world is that if you give a, a person long enough, then out of the overflow of their heart, they're going to really show what their intentions are. And so that's why that digital responder role is so critical, especially for it being a local person, because they can really sense those nuances of language and, and speed and cadence and all of this stuff that sometimes as foreigners we might miss. And so whether you're doing this in the U.S. among other people or if today we're talking a lot more about overseas doing that face-to-face either way it's important to just have those conversations to have those six bubbles to be talking back and forth really asking open-ended questions and then at a certain point you're going to feel like that they're either asking or they're they're looking for a bible and someone can hand it to them or they're really saying things like the one message i got today and read which was someone saying i believe that jesus is the answer I want to be baptized here, and they say the country they're in, but then they said, but I know that it's dangerous. Can you help me? I mean, they're sharing. They have that desire there. So 
how do you know that they're ready? Well, can you can contact that person? I mean, do you have a way? Is there a phone number? Do you know who they are? Is it a guy or a girl? Do you know their name? Do you know where they live even? I mean, you have to be able to know that you have someone who can meet with them face to face. So that's part of it. And then do you have people in that location who are trained up, who have capacity and who will be faithful to follow up on that lead. And if you do, then those are the people you want to dispatch or give them this seeker, this lead. Now, I believe it is best when it is a local person doing the evangelizing. I really think it's it's the best case scenario personally when the local people are the ones who are meeting other local people face-to-face with the gospel or the Bible for the first time. It may be possible that in your location that you don't have any believers yet. You don't have somebody to hand them off to. Or maybe there is a security aspect to it where it would be a tremendous risk to them and maybe it's less to you or as a foreign worker. I understand all of that, but I, I, I also know that if we really want to see a movement If we want to see multi-generational simple churches that are starting simple churches and disciples who are making disciples, they need to see and they need to own it being from a local person in contact. So when that person is making that first call, there is tension there that there isn't just naturally when you meet somebody new, but you are trying to balance all of this tension with security and the awkwardness of that first conversation and all of that with understanding the urgency and the importance of that other person's spiritual eternity. And so keep the goal in mind, keep your vision in mind, and keep talking and praying to the Lord throughout this whole part of it. So when that first bit is going to happen is usually going to be from a phone call. So you're, there's all sorts of security considerations that you, if you're working in a foreign field in a secure context, you need to think through things like your phone and your SIM card. And you may want to have a phone, like an iPhone that you have never backed up to iCloud or anyplace else. So it is completely just a phone with a SIM card that you use for these kind of situations. That may be a, a safe way or a safer. There's no 100% way for sure. But make that call. Have a statement or something that you usually say. Could be something as simple as, hey, I heard from a friend that you might be interested in a Bible. Is, is that true? Or whatever. Give, give your statement to them and then just let them talk. Let them begin to share. And this is a great skill for any of us, whether it be on the phone or face-to-face, is to be able to learn to listen and just see what that other person is saying or not saying in that situation. This is also a great point in time where you can bring in DMM or disciple-making movement types of questions. Things like, well, that's fantastic that you would like a Bible. Are there other people that you think might be interested that would want one? Are there other people that might want to read it with you? You're you're bringing in all of these pieces of, it's not just them, it's their group, it's their oikos, their family or business, their relational network. And so after you've talked to them, you are going to meet with them. And this is where it's just great to have your, your basically a tenable statement where you're like, hey, you know, I'm, 
I'm just here. I do this. So if, if you're in a secure location, you know, I'm, I'm, this is the work that we do, or this is a business that we're doing or whatever it is. And, you know, I just heard from somebody that this is what you're looking for. And if they go, oh no, that wasn't me, then okay, well then you can easily walk away at that point in time. If you're in the States, obviously you don't have the security concerns, but it's still important to be thinking through just what do you want to say? and really having clarity about that whole part of it. So after you've made the phone call, Lord willing, there's going to be then a first meeting, that face-to-face. And I would really encourage you to make that first meeting in a public place. Don't go to their home. Don't obviously invite them to your house. Find a public place, a coffee shop, someplace where there's lots of people around, someplace where you know the area, and, and be aware of what's happening. Use situational awareness. Uh, My kids make fun of me all the time about this, but I could count really on probably one or two hands how many times I sit with my back to the door in a restaurant. I want to be able to see the street. I want to be able to see the door. And maybe I'm paranoid, but that situational awareness to me is knowing where are the exits, what's happening, who's in this room, what doesn't look look right. So all of that is a part of that, that first meeting. And it may be possible and maybe needed that you even change locations. You say, hey, we're going to meet at this coffee shop. And then you might call them up right before the end and say, hey, could we actually meet over here at this pizza place or whatever? I would also really encourage you to have another person that goes with you. Go, go as, have a buddy do all of this. They may not sit in the meeting. They may be sitting outside or, or in a different place or whatever. They might have the, the Bible in their hands that they could bring to you. Um, they can text you or call you if, if, if they see something, but just don't go alone. I think that's just smart security, no matter what of where you are. So you're meeting with the person, and at this point, this is where all of this prayer and work, this is where the Holy Spirit has been working in this person's life. You now get the privilege to be that first person possibly to ever share Jesus with them. So smile, show God's love, listen to what they're saying, be praying with them, be praying for them through that whole time. And just make sure that as you're talking to them, that you are getting the important things across that you want. Make sure that that you get the word into their hands, whether that is a digital download or a Bible or whatever. We want to see the Bible because it changes people's lives. And from what I'm hearing from people who have seen movements in different parts of the world, that's the number one type of person that sharer is someone who is getting into God's word, who is digging into it. So this good news is just that. It is good news. It's great news. And so we want to get it into other people's hands. Knowing that the Holy Spirit's been working in their life up to this point, I think he'll work through his word as well. In fact, one of the first people, it was the first person in China, from China, that I baptized was in the States actually. And I had given them a Bible And then I didn't see this person for nearly three months. They were gone. And then they show back up. And their first thing to me was, I'm wanting to be baptized. Will you do that? Just the word of God, the Holy Spirit working through God's word, convicted and guided and taught that person and got them to a point of obedience and ready to respond. 
So think through what do you want to give to people? Is it is it a PDF? Is it a is it a Bible download from like U version? Is it an actual Bible? Is it a portion? Is it all of it? What language are you wanting to use? All of this stuff comes into your pre-thinking thoughts before you ever meet. So as a team, be thinking about that and think through where would be good places, who would be good people to do this, where do we need people, do we not have enough? This is what begins the conversation about partnerships and getting different groups and churches or whatever it might be to work together. And that is an awesome thing to see. I just returned this last week uh, from a training in a country of groups of multiple people in multiple organizations and locations who are working together to try to see a media to movement strategy get in place for an unreached people group. And I'm so encouraged by seeing people who around the world are saying, you know, even if it's not our logo that's on this, we want to help get the gospel, the good news to as many people as possible. So I hope that these last three podcasts have been a benefit for you, just of some of the roles that we think are needed for you as you begin or implement your media to movement strategy. And as always, if you've got questions, send me a private message, send me a DM, Instagram, on Facebook, email, whatever. I would love to help you or answer those questions for you. And our Google Analytics training. I am super excited for this course. It is almost done. It's going to have checklists. It's going to have audit stuff for your site. It's going to have video walkthroughs on everything from a ministry context of how to use Google Analytics to best understand what's happening when people leave the ad and get to your site. And so if you are interested in being a part of that and getting that course, uh, you can go to KavanaughMedia.com, starting with a K there. And if you want, after about five or six seconds, there will be a pop-up where you can sign up. And when this course goes live, we'll send you an email and we'll send you a coupon for a discount for that course as well. So thanks again for being a part of this podcast. I hope that it's a benefit. I really do appreciate all of you. I appreciate you sharing with other people about this. This podcast is growing. The numbers are growing. And I just praise God for how he is working around the world. And I am so humbled and grateful for every day of life he gives to me and for a chance to work with you. So even if it's just virtually, and even if it's just through this podcast, I want you to know I am praying that God will bless your efforts. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.